This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 67, and the quote of the day is one of my favorites. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast, and I'm getting this one out a little late. Long, long day that I had today. Got a bunch of cool stuff going on, and I can't wait to share it all with you, and I can't yet, but it's coming out soon, I promise. And uh, there's there's some webinars going on, there's some new stuff going on with Modern Drummer, and uh, a bunch of different stuff going on, so I'll be sharing that with you soon. And I want to get into this content about playing melodically. I had a conversation the other day when I was talking to somebody about the differences between playing melodically and not playing melodically. And uh, it just really sparked my interest to, to talk about it on the podcast today. So I'm going to get right into that. What I mean when I'm saying playing melodically is either you know playing the melody of the tune or just playing melodically with, with the things that you're playing on the drum set. So... Let's unpack this a little bit. Uh, the biggest thing that I see is that a drum set obviously is not a pitched instrument. Um, you can tune your drums to certain pitches, sure, but it's not a pitched instrument like a guitar or or a piano or anything like that. So, one, there's no specific notes that you need to be playing. Like, if you're playing you know, trumpet or you're playing piano, you need to play the melody and you have to be playing it the the proper notes and you also have to be playing those notes the proper length of time so with drums it's a little different because a quarter note and an eighth note both sound the same on a kick drum they both sound like boom 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 so there's no way of knowing okay is that an eighth note is that a quarter note because there's no sustain so there's no i mean there's short amounts of sustain but not like a piano like if you put your if you put your finger on the on the key and hold it, it's going to sustain, especially if you have a sustain pedal on. So now if you're playing, you know, a quarter note and then two eighth notes, you might have one, two, and one, two, and da, da, da. But on drums, it's going to sound. So you have, you're obviously, you're holding the note in your head to before you play the next note, but there's no sustain of that note. And that's where I think a lot of people get, you know, get start to get boxy in their playing, so to speak, because they're not playing through the melodic, uh, they're not playing through the melodic time of each note. They're just thinking of it as hits. So if you take a drum beat, boom, gock, boom, boom, gock, boom, gock, boom, boom, gock. It doesn't have this length and sustain. So, Playing melodically really helps you elongate all of your phrases and really starts to get you to play more musically rather than just playing. I look at it like like boxes and 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 a lot of people square everything up and put like you know the hi hat on top and the kick underneath and then the snare in the middle and then it just looks like boxes on on a page if you were to write it out because there's no sustain of the notes. But if you look at piano music, you know, then you have to be holding each single one of those notes to to make the melody. So even if you're playing like Mary Had a Little Lamb, 
on the piano. So you're holding those notes, but if you play it on the drums, boom, 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 boom. It's all the same. So, but the way that you can practice this kind of stuff is you can try to play melody on the kit. So taking a tune, like something really easy like that, like Mary Had a Little Lamb or, uh, you know, um, taking uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game or something like that, and actually starting to hear these notes throughout the song or throughout what you're playing. So if you're playing Mary Had a Little Lamb, you know, you actually want to hear the notes sustaining, and that'll start to elongate your playing, and it'll give you bigger backbeat. It'll give you, um, it, it'll just make your music or your, you make your drums sound more musical and make your playing sound more musical. If you ever listen to somebody that's like super musical, like somebody like Steve Gadd, um, you know, it's like, how does he come up with these amazing grooves? Well, it's not just the grooves themselves, he's playing off of the melody. And the reason why the the groove sounds so good is because it's part of the song. It's not just him playing a beat that goes against with whatever is going on. So, you know, the melody might be bop, it might, you know, a simple melody like that. So he may be playing so now he's playing the melody. He's not just playing, you know, a groove that's uh, that he's like, oh, let me see if this works with this or this works with this. So if you if you're thinking melodically and you're and you're hearing what's going on with the song and you're matching up with the melody of the tune and the bass player and and the other instruments that are going on, then the music starts to dictate what you play rather than you dictating you know, how the music sounds, if that makes sense. So you want to use that as you want to use the melody and the, and the phrasing of what's going on in the tune and even in your own playing to dictate what you play. So I, if I always tell my students, I tell them to, to just play a drum solo, right? I'd give them like a minute to play a drum solo and then they play. And it's usually just like a, a whole bunch of licks that they've learned over the, over their, Time, you know, over their career, and it just sounds like a bunch of licks. And they play all the stuff that they can play. Then I say, all right, now let's try to do this melodically. So I want you to take, you know, let's say happy birthday, and then I want you to solo over solo with that in your mind. And then the solo starts to sound melodic. And it's funny, Johnny Vidakovich, on the interview, uh, two interviews ago, he talks about this and he actually uses uh, happy, or, uh, happy Birthday as one of, the, one of the examples. And just because it's a, it's a really easy song to think about, so you don't have to think of the melody. It's not like the melody is like... Because it, you know, that'd be really hard as you're learning how to play melodically to also have to learn a hard melody. So I would say take easy songs like Take Me Out to the Ball Game, uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb, um, Happy Birthday, you know, stuff that is really, really simple so you don't have to think of the melody, you already know the melody, and then just trying to play around with that melody. And start off slowly. 
So start off with if you're gonna play, you know, Mary had a little lamb. Just start off by playing the notes. Just da 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 rest da 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 da. So you start to get that kind of stuff, and then you start expanding on it a little bit at a time. So you might have. And then you can start expanding and expanding and expanding. So then when you get some, when I get my students to play around this tune, then all of a sudden it just sounds like music. It doesn't sound like a bunch of chops. It has phrasing. It has breath. It has movement. And it's not just. And, you know, it has dynamics and it has all these different things because you don't have to think about all those things. It's because you're just playing the melody. So you're. It's, it's already laid out there for you. It's the groundwork. And that's especially with jazz. When you're playing, when you get a solo, depending on whether you're playing one time through the form or two times through the form or whatever the case may be, your solo has to be based off the melody. If you're not playing the melody, then you're not playing anything, really. It's just a bunch of chops and licks and things that you came up with that you think sound cool. You know, but if you're playing, you have to be playing along with the melody when you're soloing because one, that's what the music is. So it's like somebody saying, if you're sitting around with everybody and you're talking about cars and they say, hey, man, why, why don't you tell us what you think of the new Ferrari that just came out? And you're like, well, popcorn. I love popcorn because sometimes I have a sandwich and then my foot hurts. So and then when I scratch my foot, I just put my shoes on and then I go outside because I have to get the mail because I told Bob that I would call him. And people are like, wait, what? What did you just say? Because you're not at, you're not actually adding to the conversation and you're not talking about what they're talking about. You're not, you're not even speaking the same language. So when you're playing the melody, one, you know, you have to speak the language of the tune. So you need to know the melody, and that's what your solo has to be based off of. Two, it also lets everybody know where you are. So everybody's following you along. So if if you're a drummer and you you don't really understand how jazz works or, or just solos in general and, and, and music, uh, melody, I'm sure you've wondered, how do they know just when to come right back in? And a lot of people, especially with jazz, cause it's kind of easy with, with, uh, with rock. Cause I think people hear the, the four more in, in rock, but, um, but you need to know what the form is, what the melody is and all that. And that, that'll get you playing so much more melodically and you'll start to hear it coming out and you're playing and so it's not just like this and everything you're playing is like really square and choppy so when you're practicing and you want to you want to practice being melodic there's a few things that i want you to do one if you're playing a quarter note or i mean when you're playing i want you to be hearing a quarter note i want you to think about elongating all of your phrases so you're really hearing that whole quarter note one Two, three, four, one, two, three, not one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You can hear the difference. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Now it starts to elongate 
all of the stuff that you're playing. And when you're playing eighth notes, it's the same way. One and two and three and four and not one and two and three and four and and you can hear the difference just in me saying it. So imagine if you start implying that and playing that way on the kit and you let the resonance come out of the drums and come off the cymbals. And now everything that you're playing has so much more breath. It has so much more life and air to it. And then the music starts to really feel alive rather than choked and squared off. And the beauty of it is you then you can start playing with the sustain and how you're implying that sustain and how long, you know, how long you're implying that quarter note sustain feel and, and how long you're shortening it. And this is, you know, something that takes a long, long time to really grasp. And I'm still, I still work with it every day. And I know a lot of drummers still work with, you know, playing as, as musically and melodically as possible. But this is something that I want you to take into consideration in your practicing and when you're listening to other drummers. And that's why I would suggest listening to the older drummers because they all have the great sense of melody. You know, Steve Gabbett, even farther back to, you know, Elvin Jones and Baby Dodds and and Art Blakey and and Bernard Purdy and all these guys um, that have this this amazing melodic feel. So ways to practice it. Uh, take some melodies and try to play the tune on the drums, playing the melody, playing the sustain of the notes. Also, think about hearing those notes longer, the eighth notes, the quarter notes, even the 16th notes. You want to hear them in their full value rather than just ticka, 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 like choppy on the drums. And everything that you're playing, just try to add as much air and life into what you're playing and just let it happen naturally the way that the melody would. So you can sit back on that groove and just really let it fall into place naturally rather than fitting it in. So, uh, that's my, that's my quick spiel on, on melody. And I didn't want to get too deep into it cause it could get really, it could get really deep, really quick. And without it sitting in front of a drum set and demonstrating different things, um, it's kind of hard to talk about this kind of stuff, but I wanted to at least get these points across and I hope they helped a little bit. And if you have any questions about playing melodically or about, you know, other drummers to check out or anything like that, do me a favor, just shoot me an email, Nick at drummersresource.com. I'll be happy to chat with you about any of this stuff. Hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash drummersresource on Instagram at drummersresource and on Twitter at drummersrsource. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. (laughs) 